Hello, welcome back to the Out of Bounds podcast. I'm your co-host Justin Gray with Darren Bragg. How are you, Mr. Bragg? Doing good. He's eating. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Sweet 16 tonight. Uh, March Madness is finally back. It's been a long four days without it, five days without it. Um, Sunday night was a long time ago, it feels like. Uh, got some good matchups today. I would I would argue it's better than tomorrow's matchup as a whole. That's my opinion. Mm, yeah. I Just agree. because Creighton and Princeton really throws tomorrow off. No offense to either of them schools. But, uh, but um, I don't think Princeton's going to come after me about their basketball program anyway. But today we have four great games. Or, well, I would say three great games. Oh, which one isn't? FAU and Tennessee. That's an interesting game, though. That's not an interesting game. Tennessee's gonna blow them out. Anyway, a lot of predictions to get into. Let's go around the college basketball world as of late. A lot going on in these past few days. Um, Armando Baycott will be returning again. Um. Seems like he should not be there, but I guess he's just trying to shatter every record ever set at North Carolina, and he will indeed do that. Um, Tobin Anderson, FDU coach, signed to be the coach at Iona, five years. Um, Iona coach Rick Patino takes the um, St. John's head men's basketball coach job. Uh, Darren's coach, Cam English. Takes the Providence job. Providence head coach Ed Cooley takes the Georgetown job. A lot of a lot of moving around going on. And um, um, oh, Penn State's head coach Drew oh, Drew yeah. Strawberry is that his name? Micah Shrewsbury, bro. Micah Shrewsbury. Wow. Why did I think Drew? I saw that the way. Sorry, Shrewsbury, Notre Dame um, signs there. Mike Bray is taking the South Florida job, I think I saw. Anyway, a lot of coaching stuff going on, obviously, getting into the offseason for most teams with these 16 we're going to talk about. Um, fill out your sweet 16 brackets. Still not going to get right. Um, I, I just know mine's going to get busted off the first game, I bet. But it is what it is. It's part of it. Mr. Bragg with a new haircut. How we feeling over there with the haircut? Immaculate. Oh, immaculate. Okay. Feeling good. Feeling good. Um, first matchup of the evening. We have who's the first one? Michigan State and Kansas State in Madison Square Garden. Um, Izzo versus Tang. Run us down about the game, some things you're looking forward to, um, what you think is going to happen. Um, well, who I think has looked better in the tournament, I got to give it to, to Kansas State slightly. I feel like Kansas State has played with some more energy. You know, Michigan State is coming off a nice win against Marquette. A Marquette team that I've struggled to, like, really gauge how good they are. Um, while Kansas State is coming off a Kentucky win, 
which Kentucky was one of the hotter teams coming into the uh, into the tournament. If I had to lean one way, I think I'm leaning Kansas State, actually. Even though it's hard, you know, they're a team that doesn't have much tournament experience, like Michigan State at least. But I don't know. I just have a feeling that they they pull it out. Yeah. Um, bouncing off that, I, I got to agree with you. Um, Kansas State looks like the better squad to me. I want to go Michigan State. I want to say Izzo. I just don't think they're good enough. Like, I think they're a very talented squad. Don't get me wrong. But um, I just don't think they're good enough to win this one tonight. Um, I just think Kansas State, this team's got a little something about them. They um they're trying to make a run at it, and I think they do make a run at it uh, even more than they have already. Um, they're bringing energy, Marquise Noel. I mean, just straight up, just putting on masterpiece after masterpiece at the the court. Um, he'll play well tonight. Uh, and Keontae Johnson is just—I mean—that goes without saying. He's just that guy. Uh, but give me Kansas State. I'd be willing to say by five. I won't say by five. Um, I do think it's a great game. Two, uh, two very good basketball schools. Well, I wouldn't say very good basketball schools at Kansas State, but very good basketball, very good basketball school at Michigan State. Um, but I do think Kansas State comes away with it. Yeah. Next game, Arkansas and UConn. Um, Arkansas not very uh, predicted to get to this spot. UConn is – oh, Michigan State's favored by one in the first game, by the way. Arkansas is favored – I mean, is not favored. UConn's favored by four in this one. This one's held in Las Vegas. Um, I've been back and forth on this one. I think I'm going UConn. Um, I like the Huskies better. I like their starting five better. I know Arkansas's played good in the tournament. But UConn, man, they just shoot it so well. And I just don't really see Arkansas being able to hang around with them. I mean, I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if you see UConn in the Final Four. I really wouldn't. I mean, they're fighting for a chance to get Elite Eight tonight. I'm going UConn, and I do. I think they covered the spread. I think they covered four. I'm going to go UConn as well. I think Arkansas has done enough, done well enough to make it here. But I just feel like it runs dry at some point. I don't know. This Arkansas team hasn't been super consistent across the year. Like, they'll have a decent win here and there, and then they'll lose a game that you're like, really? How'd they lose? But I also would say UConn has played better throughout the tournament. Um, And just throughout the past month or so, they just look like a team that could make a push, and I think they do. So I'm going to go UConn. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I'm big on the Huskies uh, throughout the whole tournament, honestly. I, I like them in the next round. Not over one of the teams, because obviously we both pick the winner of the Gonzaga-UCLA game to uh, advance to the Final Four. So, um, But Florida Atlantic in Madison Square Garden against Tennessee. 33-3 and Florida Atlantic. Tennessee 25-10. and Tennessee, a team that limped into the uh, – into the tournament, but in the tournament, look very dominant um, in their two wins. Well, I wouldn't – I mean, they struggled a little bit against Louisiana, 
but they look dominant against Duke. Um, Tennessee is favored by five. This over-under is at 129.5. I'll be very surprised if that doesn't soar over that. Um, just because Florida Atlantic is such a high-paced offense. But Tennessee's going to make them play their game. So, I, I mean, I could see it either way. Personally, it's not – I mean, Tennessee covers the spread to me. Um, I don't think this one's even – I think it's like a 10-point, 10, 15-point 10, game. I'm going with Tennessee. Yeah. FAU looked all right, but, I mean, I'm thinking of – when you think to the teams they played in Memphis – who, you know, I was high on Memphis. I was. And then FDU. Like, none of those teams just have the feeling. You know, I feel like Tennessee is kind of one of those teams that, like, you go into the matchup and you're like, this is Tennessee. Like, we're here. You know, any with any right. team like Tennessee, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, all of those. So I just think it'll feel a bit different. I think it'll be a bit overwhelming for FAU. So I'm going to go Tennessee as well. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, next game is Gonzaga and UCLA. I know we, we both had this game picked in the Sweet 16 along with probably everybody else in the country. Um this is going to be the best game of of the Sweet Sixteen, in my opinion. Um, two, two, two of the I mean, blue bloods in the past ten years. I mean, two two squads that have been here. Like we said, Gonzaga's been here eight times in a row. So, I personally want the Zags to go all the way. Like I just want to, but I, I picked UCLA to go all the way and lose to Alabama and Natty. But um. But I feel like UCLA is the better team. I feel like they're more of a veteran squad. They are favored by a point in this one. I'm going to take UCLA. Um, I'm going to stick with it. Because I, I had this gut feeling right before I locked in the bracket for good. UCLA was going to make a good run at it. And I, they, they may wind up winning the thing. So I feel like Jaime, Jaime Jaquez um, and Tiger Campbell are going to roll tonight. And uh, and take down Drew Timmy, um, and the and the Bulldogs. So so give me UCLA. Yeah. Um, I gotta I gotta go opposite way. I feel like this Gonzaga team has only gotten better throughout the year. Like yeah, they've had a couple games that they dropped, which we don't usually see out of Gonzaga. But, you know, they're always a team you can count on to get at least to this spot. And this UCLA team is, I don't know, they don't have that same feel. Like, they run a different type of, you know, slow-paced, yeah, efficient offense. I'm not going to say they're a bad team. They're definitely not. But I just feel like I don't know if they'll be able to hang with Gonzaga scoring the ball. And... I mean, I could see yeah, it. I think it, it comes down to that. So I'll take Gonzaga. I mean, I could definitely see it, but but can Gonzaga score against that defense at will, like they have been able to against everybody else? I mean, who's going to guard your Timmy? Uh, Jacquez. 
All right, we'll see. We'll see how good that goes for him. He's not. He's not going to be. You telling me Jacquez is not dropping twenty on Drew Timmy's head. He's not going to be getting guarded by Drew Timmy. He's not dropping twenty on Gonzaga's head. He might, but Drew Timmy going to drop twenty twenty five himself. A lot of sports books like the under on Drew Timmy tonight. Just saying. That's cool. We'll see. Confident in the Bulldogs who uh, often fail when they get to this point. Um, tomorrow night, we'll just go ahead and go over this because this will be our last uh, tournament video. We'll probably do one on Saturday morning uh, before the Elite Eight. Um, but San Diego State takes on Alabama. Uh, tomorrow night, Alabama's favored by seven and a half. I don't really think this one – I. I want to say I want it to be close. I want it to be a good game, but um, I just feel like Alabama they ain't they haven't even been challenged, and I don't think they're gonna it's gonna start now. They playing in Louisville, um. So how in the world the teams tonight get to play in Las Vegas and New York, and the teams tomorrow have to play in Louisville and Kansas City? What is that? Kansas City's not that bad, but Louisville is crazy. Louisville is crazy. You're playing at Louisville's campus. No, nah, man, you get me. Oh, that's awful. No, that's – wait, who else playing in Louisville? Alabama, San Diego State, and Princeton and Creighton. Princeton never gets here, and you're going to make them play in Louisville. Uh, but, anyway, I'm going Alabama in this one to cover the seven-and-a-half spread. I think it's a late cover, though. I think it's close most of the game. I think they cover late in the game. Brandon Miller, I feel like, will have a great game. Um. So give me uh give me uh Alabama. He struggled to this point, so I think he finally gets gets something going. I like where you're thinking, but I think of who Alabama has played throughout the year. Maybe beside A and M, I guess they did play Houston. Um, which Bernard Miller had eight points. He shot 0 for 8 against Houston. Won't I think this is going to be one of the tougher defenses Alabama has seen. And we've seen them struggle against, you know, a slower pace, good, strong, good, good guard, unit. Good guard squad. Yeah. Now, San Diego State isn't going to win, I don't think. But I do think it'll be close. Closer than a lot of people think. Because I think San Diego State has played, mm, I want to say above expectation. They also haven't faced much competition, which kind of worries me. Because who did they play round one? Charleston and Furman? Not Alabama. Even though they kind of play the same style. They do. I mean, it's similar. But, um. Don't think yeah, no. that they can. Alabama's I don't think they can handle Alabama. Yeah, no. Right. Miami and Houston. This one could be tricky. But in the end, Houston's defense is too good compared to defense and scoring is too good compared to Miami's just offense. I think they're more versatile. I think they're a better squad overall. I think they're just they're they do. 
they don't shoot as well as Miami because nobody nobody left shoots as good as Miami. But but what they what do they do? They play way better defense and their offense is like this far from Miami. So give me Houston. Um Houston's favored by seven and a half. I think that line is too high. Give me Miami plus seven and a half, but give me Houston money line. Yeah, man. I really – I didn't expect Miami to actually make it here, obviously. I had Jerry – I had Jerry getting them out of there. But they've stayed consistent. Um, played well. They have. They played great in both games. Well, no, they didn't play great against Drake. They did play great against Indiana. Mm. So – but yeah, healthy Marcus Sasser, healthy Houston team. Defense wins championships, and they have the defensive edge. So I gotta go Houston. But I do think seven. What'd you say? Seven and a half. Right. Yeah. Is too high. But, but reading sports books, I mean, there's gotta be a reason that it's that high. This the line should be four and a half. So if it's at seven and a half, I feel pretty confident that they think Houston's gonna handle them because of their defense. That's how, that's how I read this line. I think Which it's high, could. but I think it's high for a reason. Okay. Um, Princeton and Creighton. Creighton's favored by nine and a half. Um, fun fact, every 15 seed that has made it to this point has covered the spread. Three and a against the spread. Interesting. With that valuable information. I will be taking Creighton, but I will be taking Princeton plus nine and a half. Yeah, no, nah, I think that spread is too high too. Like, I think Creighton wins. I think they win pretty easily, but Princeton's going to slow the game down. They're going to shoot the ball decently because Creighton's not a great defense. I just think Creighton outscores them, really. I think Creighton wins the game, but am I crazy to think there's a – better chance than people are giving Princeton to win this game because I think they can win this game. I think this is a ve- the most winnable game of all the teams in the Sweet 16. Maybe FAU. I mean, I guess Princeton could beat FAU easier. But um, I think I think they can beat Creighton. I think Creighton's very good. Don't get me wrong. Well, Miami. I, well, anyway, Princeton – I really think they have a great shot of winning this game. I think it's going to be a tight battle. Um, I, I don't think this game should be overlooked. I think it's going to be a good one. I think you underrated Creighton a little bit. I, I like think Princeton, Princeton has better odds of beating Miami. I'd say they have better odds of beating San Diego State. You think Miami's not better than Creighton? Not in a tournament, no. Arkansas and FAU. I'll take all of them. And, honestly, Michigan State. Actually, no, because Michigan State has that name value that could worry Princeton. But they already beat Arizona, so what do they really care? Exactly. Um. So, you're going with Creighton, right? I'm, I'm... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Xavier 
Texas wrapping up the last game of the in Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, wrapping up the last game of Sweet 16. I think this one will be a good one as well. Xavier got hot last game. Look out. Texas been hot for a while. I think I think this could be our upset. I did go Texas. I think Texas is the better overall squad. But I could definitely see this being an upset. I know you think I'm crazy. Uh, you're just all Texas. You can't see anything but Texas. All is hopes Texas, Texas. No, Texas has given me no reason not to think they don't pull us out. What What's team wrong has with Xavier? Xavier? Nothing's wrong with Xavier. But what team have they played defensively that has shown to bring what Texas brings? They're in a better conference. We're not talking about that. They played Kennesaw State and Pitt, and they struggled against Pitt's Kennesaw good State. Defensively. They there are they Texas? Close. <laughs> no. They played Kennesaw State, who they struggled the whole game, and then they pulled away slightly at the end. And then they played Pitt, which they held out Pitt. But they shot the lights out. They're not doing you don't that. They can shoot lights out. Not against Texas. What did not Texas do that that was impressive against Penn State? Nothing. They were just better. Yeah, they're better than Xavier. They scored sixty-five points. They played a they played a bad game and won. Xavier. Yeah, because Penn State's not on that level, even though they were hot. Penn State's one of the hottest teams. It was hot one of the hottest teams in the tournament. I agree with that, but I, they're not Texas good, even when they're hot. But Xavier exactly. can play on that level with Texas, and they're not. Xavier can play on that level. If they're shooting a ball, they will have to shoot like they did in that first half against Pitt if they want a chance. Because defensively – This is going to have to shoot it better than they did against Penn State. Right. But I think Texas has that defense they can lean on. And they have capable bigs who can score the ball inside. Not saying Xavier doesn't, but Xavier only has Jack Nunji, who defensively he's not stopping any of Texas guys. Uh, Texas is only favored by four. I don't feel I don't feel like that line does Xavier. Uh, I meant Texas Justice. I feel like they should be favored more in this game. I would say by like six. I would take Texas. By but with that line, I am going Texas. But I think it's close. It's a good game. I think it's a very good. Game. Oh no, it'll definitely be a good game. It's two good teams. But I have to just go with Texas. The winner of this game, hot take. Goes to the final four. The winner of this one goes to. I'm gonna say hot take. The winner of this game goes to the national championship. I can't agree with you there because they're gonna meet you. If if it's Xavier, they have to meet Gonzaga or UCLA. Texas too, obviously. But if it's Xavier, they're not better than Gonzaga and UCLA. Texas can beat both of those teams. I don't know that Xavier. Well, yeah, that's really why I'm saying that because I think Texas will win and then Texas will make it. The winner of this game will beat Texas Houston could or easily Miami. lose. Oh, yeah. I think for Texas sure. for sure would beat Houston. Xavier would struggle, obviously. But. Uh, no, Xavier, I'm I not going to lie. Xavier would get blown out by Houston. Or like 15. 
Man is the biggest musketeer hater of all time. I literally, I don't know if you remember, I picked Xavier to make it to the the final whenever we were doing the conference tournaments, and they failed me. I did too. We both had him to the – I had him winning the tournament. Yeah, because you love Xavier. That's why you're riding for him like this. I, I do love Xavier. They're one of my favorite why. schools. Them why? and Creighton. I like Creighton a lot. I like Creighton because of Doug McDermott. He was a goat back in our day. Bro, what? The son. So why do you like Xavier? Why do I like Xavier? Because they're cool. Their logo is cool. The coach's son, Doug McDermott. You don't remember Doug Doug McDermott? McDermott In the NBA. Yeah. What about him? He was Creighton's coach's son. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I his know. last name is McDermott, so I'm guessing that. I don't think they'd be two McDermott's that Tron went to Creighton. McDermott? Yeah. That's it's got to be his dad. That's why we got Google. Doug McDermott. Greg McDermott. Oh, yeah, that's his name. Sean McDermott is like an NFL coordinator or something. Oh, yeah. Sean McDermott. No, is the that's coach the Bills head coach, ain't it? Yeah. This is the uh, Greg, I think. Is that what I said? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, off of the Creighton Love Train. Um, the Sweet 16 is going to be a great game all the way around. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm going to be watching all of them, of course, because I have nothing else to do in my life. Um, are we playing DraftKings? Tonight? Yeah. Yes, we are. I'm glad you asked. Run that. Anyway, I will give out a uh, a play that I actually love tonight. Um, so, Underdog Fantasy, use code, um, if you want to sign up, you can use code Justin Gray with three Ys um, if you want to sign up. But, Nick Smith. Junior from Arkansas, under 13 points. Don't like what he's been doing recently. Played very bad against um, the or in the last two games. He played 14 minutes against Kansas and scored like no point. He didn't score. And um, yeah, he struggled. Julian Strother for Gonzaga over five and a half rebounds. Like this matchup for him on the boards. Jaime Jacquez over 19.5 points. This is why I was so hard about the 20 points on Darren Wallago because I think he gets that. Uh, Maddie Wait, can you, read from, can you read them off again? Are you trying to bet it right now? Nick Smith lower than 13 points. Yeah. Julian Strother over 5.5 rebounds. Jaime yeah. Jacquez. Over 19 and a half. You can change that to Drew, Drew Timmy if you're more. Uh, no, I like Hakez more. But okay. I think because I it do think Hakez has better odds. It's Hakez, yeah. Okay, why didn't you correct me like three episodes ago? Maddie Sissoko, or Madi, however you say his name. Five and a half rebounds over against Kansas State. And then Marquise Noel over six and a half assists. I like this play a lot. Oh, yeah, he's going to have to pass. He's going to have to pass to Rod. He played all 40 minutes last game. I put 
just two dollar. I mean, or I put one dollar on this one because I had the NBA one that was better. But I mean, you could put you have more in there than me. You could put two. I'm gonna put three with some insurance. Yeah, are we running insurance? Yes, every time. So for the NBA tonight, if you want to run this as well, Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, these have been very accurate recently. Over four and a half assists. Julius Randle, oh, over oh, oh. eight. Oh, you're running this too? Mm-hmm. Okay, Shea, over four and a half assists. Julius Randle, Shea. over eight rebounds. Eight and a half. I got Randall. You already put Shea and Randall? Donovan Mitchell over 26 and a half points. Okay. Evan Mobley over 28 and a half PRA. Okay. And Franz Wagner over 18 and a half points. Franz. Where is he at? All right. And how much did you put on this? I put two. Um, I'm very confident in this, though. If I had more in the account, I would put, like, all of them. I'm only putting two but on it also. Insure two. Um, only one I'm worried about is Mobley, but I'm not that worried about it. That is all for this episode of the NCAA Sweet 16 preview. Tomorrow we will have an episode coming out at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, AL Central projections and predictions um that will come out tomorrow 12 o'clock eastern time um and then saturday we will have an episode previewing the elite eight and then sunday will be well i'll announce that on saturday so sunday we'll have another episode coming out we'll have episodes every day we don't record we'll have an episode coming out because it's already in the inventory we're just releasing it later um but that is all for this episode Go watch some Sweet 16 tonight. Lose all your money. Just yes, like sir. This. Yes. Tell at your own risk, by the way. It's not betting advice. Just gambler. Gamblers Anonymous.